not turn your head. Do not block your ears. Do not move. Only you can hear. Only you can see. It's only you that's listening. It's only you that's watching. <laughs> only you can make this world seem right. Only you can make this darkness bright. <laughs> only you and you alone. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Bit distracted this evening. Whatever that is. That previous Parasat-fueled encounter with Sharpie stirred up the need for, shall we say, a touch of self-medication. <laughs> This is your host, Redgrin. <laughs> there is a serious house on the serious earth. We think we all know what it is called, because we all think it is called different things. This house has thoughts. It thinks different things. Why wouldn't it? As we all think different things. Microwaves have mouths and ears. The house thought. The world ended over 30 years ago. It thought some more. This house has rooms. This house has guests. North, south, east, and west. And each tells a tale of the soul that turns to history. Their history. The history of how they came to be and how they ended up in this serious house on this serious earth. There are chants of time and space and matter that carry them all through their communal dreams. They sing and dance and sting and lance and stay hidden away in this serious house. There is hate, there is love, and there is loss. There is light, there is dark, 
And there is us. We are the question. What is the question? What are we? Really? Is there a lover in the story? Or is the story still the same? Is there a lullaby for suffering? Or a paradox to blame? Do we really have permission to murder and to maim? If they want it darker, do you really want us to kill the flame? For generations, we have looked up at the sky and wondered when it all might end, when it all might come crashing down. But still, you quietly find yourself rooting for the storm. It is one of the most ancient fantasies of civilization itself. Lacasism. Craving the end of the world so that we can stop the waiting in its tracks. Give it a taste of its own agony and kill it. Dead. Finally hunted down by the master of time. At the end of all things, the solid star rapidly approaches, ladies and gentlemen, never questioning, never judging, but forever destroying. We cannot outrun our own creation, listeners. Can you feel the heat? We are running out of time. All of our moments are burning. The flames lit by lesser men with even lesser hair. But men like that People like that are always ignorant of this. Great people are forged in fire. So let us rise from the ashes and incinerate the apathy. Or, as the dark knight says, while rising from the ashes, light it up. Oh, what a beautiful illusion you were, my dear delusional dark knight. But you forget, sometimes the dreams do not exist. You... <laughs> oh, you were unexpected. Like the heat of a summer's day, you caught me off guard. No, 
I would not fall for you. I couldn't. I should have known better than to trust, than to be fooled by your soft summer voice and your green eyes like the fields we walked through, or the beard that suited you almost too well. We were a haze of almost kisses and walks with cows, yellow backpacks and yellow jeans. Of ice and water, tickled fights on purple sheets, and acting innocent in the face of your mother. You were the sunny days when there were none, but like all sunny days, it didn't last. As the season changed, you did too. In the months when everything suddenly becomes cold and orange and dead, you became your own. October colors that seemed so unlike you shone through the cracks between the shifts. The ghosts of summer dwindled helplessly. Maybe one day. Our summer will return, and so too will the strawberry and cream chocolates, free drinks, and the games of Monopoly. I hate you. No, you don't. You know something, listeners. It used to be when people talked about the end of the world, we locked them up, or laughed them off, or sometimes both. And to go on to say that we should have taken them more seriously back then is a given. Some people create their vocation around it, around the end of the world. Your host is no exception to the bendy rule. But it's not easy. The solid star invades our dreams. Every night we have bad dreams, but we forget because we must. We forgot our nightmares containing the contractual sanity of the end. We forgot because of them, the ones who know, the ones who see in the dark. One moon circles. They know. I know. I see. I remember the final day, but it wasn't all bad. I was not alone, listeners. I am never alone. You, you were there. You, whoever you are, whoever you were. 
or soon will never be. Your shoulder was a place I felt safe. Somewhere in a world of illness and fear, I found somewhere safe. I'll hold your hand if you get scared. Were you afraid of becoming a ghost? Like the ones we joked about. Like the ones underneath. Pity. Back then. After the end. Your face was clear. Your voice ringing loud in my memory. The dark pale queen of my safe zone. And now, back before the end, all I see are blurry features, blurrier thoughts, and from your lips, the part of you that could build and destroy more than your hands. It already has, and it will again. The existence of the Sanity Clause is known not by the apathetics of this world, but by the fools, the paranoids, the questioners, the artists. By us, the clean slates that can paint their inner selves on the outside, the ones who can become anything, the ones who can step outside and close the door on all those dreadful things that happened and haven't happened yet. <laughs> we can lock them away, put them to sleep, and whisper to them softly, softly. Good night, dreadful thing. Good night.